0: Let me get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chunky. What have we got here, fucking comedian? <laughs> hmm. Rojan Kim? California dreaming. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kimcast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Yes, thank you oh, so shit. much for joining me for this episode. 276, thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for uh, taking the vaccine. You know, if you took the vaccine, thank you. And if you didn't, thank you. You know, like, I'm not going to judge here. I mean, I do judge, but I'm not going to do it now. I do judge you in my mind if I know you've taken it versus not. Not to say that, hey, look, I get it. You had to do what you had to do. You did it. And what's done is done. God bless you. I hope nothing happens. You know, that's, that's, I don't know. Is that the best? I gotta be better. I gotta be. You know, I'm just. I gotta be more of a people person, and I gotta be like, listen, listen. It, um, you know what? Let's just not talk about it. how that. How about that? Let's just. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just don't make me. You know, don't try to push it on me. Wow, really? I one minute in, just vax, just guns ablazing with vax talk. Don't make me take the. Okay. Well, you know. Um, can you blame me? Isn't medical autonomy the number one issue of our <laughs> of our lives right now? Isn't that the most important thing we could think of? The bodily autonomy, my body, my choice, with the Roe versus Wade being overturned and uh, the patriarchy winning. I mean, it's going to be the handmaid's tale in two months. Is every, are, are you ready? Are you ready? I have a 35-pound bag of beans in my kitchen right now, so that's the best I could do. Um, I I bought also um, a firearm or two. Like I bought a couple firearms and have a bag of beans. I'm ready. Handmaid's Tale. Where what, <laughs> what are we? What is my place in this? Do I get? Am I part of the patriarchy? Because I'm a dude. Do I? Can I sign up for that? Like where I just round up chicks to be? Um, I guess used as breeding whores or whatever. Or I guess they're not whores. They're breeders. Technically they're not whores. I mean, are they getting paid? What is the? Uh, hmm. I got to look into what the business model here is, the Handmaid's Tale thing, because it's like, you know, the women, they get rounded up by the dudes, they're, they're breeders, and then that's it. And then then, I I mean, I actually read the book. I don't know why I'm acting like I don't know what's happening. Oh, it's because there's a show. You know, that's the thing about life. You live life, and you think you read a book, and the next thing you know, you, you, you find out it's not a book, it's a show, like it's a show it's like you know you ever hang out in a a space like a twitter space and then you're like you know you just think you're hanging out just i'm just hanging out and then next thing you know it's a show you're like what i'm in i'm in showbiz what the fuck like how did i am i am i in a guild do i have to pay union dues like am i okay but yeah you find out you're in a show and that's uh you know what happened we're in a show now this is a show um, this is the Rojan Kim cast. It's highly produced. It's, it, um, we are on a rigorous schedule where we put out, uh, an episode at least every 10 days and, you know, we're going to stick to that. We're sticking to it until the fucking cows come home. Okay. You're not going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me. Okay. I'm going to keep doing this. I don't care who listens. Honestly, for the longest time, nobody listened. And now I feel like a couple people do. So that's, you know what I mean? That's all I need to go to the rest of my life. So... Um, you can come find me, come find me at my address. For, okay. Nah. Honestly, you could just find where I, it's like, it's not very hard. Find out where I live. Come on, come back up here again. That's an inside joke for my spaces buddies. They know what that's about. All right, guys, thanks for listening. All right, well, that's it for this episode. I'm going no, I'm just kidding. Um, God damn it. It's, what's going on? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? (laughs) I feel like there's a mental health crisis. I mean, that's kind of a stupid thing to say. Like, I feel like there's... Of course there's a mental health crisis. We've been in a mental health crisis, you know, probably since the 70s, honestly. You know, we've probably been sick in the head for a while now. Maybe after the war. Maybe after Vietnam. Nam. The boomers. The boomers are all sick in the head. Look at who our president is, okay? We have a mentally ill person As president, which is a reflection of the country, I honestly feel that the president of the United States is a reflection of the country. You know, it's like a mirror, whoever we pick as president, whoever president is. Uh, Trump was a mirror, right? Fucking Obama was a mirror. All all them shits are mirrors, even if they're constructs in a way. They're still, uh, I don't know, they're still like, it's like a reflection of who we are. Not, not, I'm not this isn't some kind of groundbreaking thing, right? Like I'm just saying, like, obviously, you know, and a lot of people say it was stolen and this or that or whatever, but just look at the guy. Look at, just look at the guy. That's us. Look at the guy. The guy has been in fucking Washington. What? 50 fucking years. How long has he been in there? Been in there fucking, he's like over 80 years old. He's been in Washington his whole life. He's corrupt. He's rich. How is he rich? How is that possible to be a public servant and become rich? Isn't that interesting? To become a have a very rich and powerful crime family? All of a sudden, after all those years in politics, that's weird. Why was he called a senator from MasterCard? Wow. Does that have anything to do with getting rich? This is his crackhead son and all the deals that were on all those laptops with God knows who, using the influence of his father as a lifelong politician and also the vice president of the United States at the time. And now the president... Have anything to do with anything? I don't know. Right? Are we mentally ill? Hmm, sure. I mean, do we have a, you know, we got a little shooty thing going on. We got a little shooty. People get shooty. That's been going on since a while. I mean, the first uh, mass shootings, I don't know. Been, there's a guy, Charles Whitman, in the bell tower. There have been mass shootings in the past, right? There. Just maybe now it's um, a lot more televised. A lot more media behind it, right? A lot more sensationalism, a lot more weaponizing of the, of the news, the information. There's people who believe that these shootings are made up, fake, right? That the government's orchestrating them in order to take away our guns, you know? And other people believe that, no, we have a sincere, like a serious problem with guns in our country. It's so bad that children are taking them, picking them up and killing people uh, in schools and so bad, right? It's so bad. Of course, this whole time we're not really talking about like, yeah. And for most of our history, that's what we've been doing overseas. We just go to other countries and just shoot up the place. That's what we do over there. We've been doing that over there. Now it's happening here. Now we're like, hey, this is bad. This is a this this is an issue. We gotta do something. You guys, you guys see this? This is crazy. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now, is there something to be said? It's kind of like a liberal talking point, right? Like a Michael Moore thing of, like, well, we made all these weapons. It's like Bowling for Columbine. He's like, you know, Colorado is uh, where fucking uh, Lockheed Martin and shit are, right? Like, that's where all these weapons manufacturers are. And because we're a warlike nation, isn't it um, likely that our children will be warlike and that we don't have respect for life and this and that? that? Okay, maybe. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I think on a... um, that's a very like artistic kind of statement abstract kind of statement almost i mean like totally makes sense i mean it's the same thing that um like bitcoiners say about like fiat we have a fiat culture right so the money affects the culture in a way right so why wouldn't we be affected culturally by our war policy our monetary policy you know of course i mean i think that's that's kind of like um a no-brainer, like yes, um, but beyond that, okay. Beyond that, that uh, there's always been violence. There's always been war. There's always been this or that, right? So now, why don't we just kind of narrow that microscope down, right? Because like we could be like, yeah, it's because of all the war. So the answer is to stop war. The answer is to just like bring all the boys home. Bring the boys home, and then uh, there won't be any shootings. You sure about that? you sure about that you get a, you know we got like over 200 military bases out there and you're saying all those trained killers that we put out in the field, whipping them up into a frenzy, telling them that there's one war or another' They're just gonna up and tell them there's no more war now, come on back, come back up here again you're gonna, we're gonna tell them that and then everything will be you think everything will be fine. you think everything will be I mean of course not. The, of course that's not the reason to not do it either. Because I feel like I hear that, like, we can't bring all those boys back. (laughs) They're going to kill us. Uh, You know, that's also not the fucking right thing. I don't know what the right thing. Maybe uh, some kind of strategic (sighs) withdrawal, strategic fucking drawdown. I'm a fucking middle-aged comic trying to come up with ideas to reduce the uh, military-industrial complex. Why am I doing this? Why do I have the burden of it? Why do I need to? You guys do this. Jesus Christ. Anyways. um, So I don't think that would be the answer. I don't think it's like, stop the war and you'll stop the killing. No, I think the the killing itself is really the issue, right? Like, why mostly young men seem to be uh, fucking picking up a gun and being like, I don't give a fucking shooting a bunch of people. That's a problem. I agree. I don't feel like politics aside as to like why it's going on or whatever, I, I think it's an issue, okay, can we at least find common ground there, huh, it's not good, not a good thing, I'm okay, I, I get it, even if you're like, oh, it's all sensational, they're trying to try and take your guns, or there are too many guns, you know, and they, they're trying to say that it's sensationalized because they want to keep their guns so they can kill us or something, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really care, it doesn't fucking matter, right, um, I think the closest thing I've ever heard to anybody having a good explanation for this shit is, is like um, uh, Jordan Peterson talks about how young men have a lot of anger. Uh, they feel rejected by society at large, especially with the feminizing of society and the idea that like male traits are bad, like masculine is bad. Ho- uh, homosexual men are good. Heterosexual men are bad, like just that, which now means that like, what is the gay rate? What's the gay rate? Ten percent, at best. That seems high to me, but let's just—I'll give them ten. All right. Let's say out of, you got ten dudes in a room. One of them, will, one of them's willing to suck every other, <laughs> suck everybody else's dick. All right. You got ten guys in a room. One of them is gonna be like, oh, all right, I'll do. Let's do this, boys. One of them, but he's not the only. But then he's turning the rest of them gay. Started the rest of the gay so then are they now all gay are all 10 of 10 gay right okay so no you we gotta have more okay we got a hundred guys <sighs> okay we gotta have a hundred guys right We're gonna be in a room we're gonna see how many of them are gonna be gay and which one are they and so i i would think that okay let's say one of them is like actually super gay and his horny he's like in a room full of 99 men and he's just like holy shit it's like it's on it's chow time right, it's like ding-a-ling-a-ling, just imagine like uh, an aggressive, just sort of like a manly gay dude, like a guy's guy, but gay, a gay guy's guy, you know, like a guy, guy who likes MMA shit, he likes talking about, it. he's like, oh, what up, bro, what up, hey, bro, what if uh, I just sucked your dick real quick, you know, bro, you know, like just kind of real broy about it, and he could probably, out of 99 of them, turn one of them, like he could get at least one, uh, I, okay. I guess you have to kind of stipulate how it's not going to be after 10 minutes. Let's say you got a hundred guys. You go lock them up in a room. Uh, no women, you know, and, uh, this is, we're like month three. <laughs> this is three months in <laughs> some prison we've created, some torturous prison of a hundred men just to test their heterosexuality. All right. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. You wanted this. I'm giving it to you. All right. So he probably turned one guy. Uh, what, the two of them could probably turn one more. Okay, so I think at this point, it's sort of like a, almost like a viral thing. You know, one spreads to another. So do you think, I, I'd say, let's say we could keep that down to 10 guys out of the 100. Like the 90 guys would be like, all right, could you guys just stop the gay? Go over there. Just go over there. We're not gay. Just go over there. You guys are. We're not. So let's give, them, give it 10%, okay? So for 10% of the people, you're saying 10% of them are good and 90% of them are bad. That's. You, what do you think that's going to do? So that's why you have all this like MGTOW shit and you have all this um, these incels or whatever, right? You have all these guys who feel like worthless uh, because men are worthless, right? And on the other hand, okay, so I I have a sympathy, I have compassion, I have empathy for the dudes that are, like, in pain and want to lash out, you know, and they feel like they got no fathers, they got nothing. There's nothing for them, not even society. Nobody likes them. Um, and society at large is telling them that they're worthless, so what else are they going to do except destroy, right? Um, so I get that, right? Then there's another the part of me that's just like, come on, you got fucking... What, that's the answer. You're gonna fucking kill everybody. I mean, that just seems like a, such a bitch-ass move, right? It's like not to be—you can't commend that. You can't be like, "This is good behavior," or "This is uh this is like character." Your character showing in that moment is one of despicable weakness, right? It's one of you should be cast out. You should be—you should be sent to hell. You should be—you know—everything. This is like you're supposed to overcome that, but there's something in people nowadays maybe more than not more than back then that makes them say fuck it you know and they become they become you know death unto itself right uh it's like uh you know i am the bringer of death i am shiva you know or something death bringers you know because i guess what else is there to do if you can't if you can't if you don't feel useful you know, you could either kill, you kill yourself or you kill others, I guess. Right. That's, those are your options. And so that leads me to my next segment, a game show I've created called Vax or Suicide. All right. It's a brand new game with the 21st century post-pandemic where we try to decide if a sudden mysterious death is due to vax or suicide. (sighs) Let's bring our first uh, mystery up to the studio audience. It's Bob Saget. Tell me now. Text V-A-X. If you think it was vax, text CIDE, if you think it was suicide and we'll see what America thinks. Mm. We should do that. I think that should be a great um, I think we should actually change democracy so that everything is like an American Idol way of voting for things. Like we should we should have people come up and plead their case like Shark Tank to uh, America, not necessarily a panel of experts, but to like everybody. And then we get to all text a number to see if they get um, healthcare or not. Like, if they get a – if they need a st- operation, they got to come up. And – you know, you got to tell a good story, or maybe you have a magic trick, or something. Maybe you got like a unicycle you're on while you're all talking about. You're like, I have a pancreatic tumor that, if I don't get removed, I will die uh, very soon. But it, would, it just really is a matter of money, and I just need money to get it removed. And then we can decide as Americans whether this person lives or dies. You know, and uh, at the touch of a button, it's just, uh, and it's not like you know, no hard feelings, if. They die, it's, there's, only so much, there's only so much help to go around. And what we want to know is what are you bringing to the table, right? Because, frankly, the unicycle to me is a no. Like, yeah, you know, I mean? you're, gonna, you're begging for your life. Don't come with a unicycle. That's a, you might as well come up and just stab yourself in the neck, all right? That's just, come on, don't you? Make it fair. Make me want to at least save your life. Okay? come with, Come with something. Come with, like, I don't know. What what would I like to see? Somebody who's, you know, a good story. A good sob story is great. I think a good um, just sympathetic sob story, just the, the violins in the background. You got, like, you know, you got kids. You got a puppy who's dying, too. Everybody's so dependent on you. You just, yeah. And then you bring them up, and you have them all looking at the camera with puppy dog eyes looking into the, oh, now that's worth the yes vote. You know what I mean? Anyways, Vaxer Suicide is much like that show. I'm pitching another show in the middle of a game show. Can you believe me? I'm always working. Guys, I can't stop working. Anyways, if you like that show, if you like <laughs> if you like Vax or Suicide, you will love Should He Live or Should He Die. Hmm. Is it gender neutral? Should it be gender neutral? Should he I think it would go I think saying should he live or should he die will go over well given today's anti-male climate. That's what I think. Anyways, um, maybe that will solve, uh, oh, that could solve school shootings. Because I think a lot of these, uh, shootings, not just school shootings, I think a lot of the shootings are, like, um, people want attention, people think they'll be infamous, people, you know, it's like, a uh, taxi driver or joker or whatever the fuck, you know, like, it's just... Yeah, you leave the mark on the world, and that's what they remember for If you're not going to remember me for me, or you don't think I'm good, then what if I'm really bad? Now you'll remember me, right? That's sort of, there's this sort of ego thing going on, right? So I think we can utilize that. I think we can really take advantage of that and make a television show out of it, really, right, and have them come up and plead their case. Now, I know the tricky morality of the situation, because you're just like, Rojan, are you... Are you talking about a show where shooters come up and pitch whether or not they should shoot up a place and America decides? And to that I answer, yes, I am pitching that. But hear me out. Here's the th- Hear me out. Look, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right? It's They're going to do it. So we might as well have some like, uh, say in it or entertainment. Something. It should make a little scratch off of it. You turn it into a show is what I'm saying. You get yourself a shooter, you got yourself a you got yourself an opportunity. You can't spell show without S H O, which is also how you spell shooter. Wait, maybe I should have said you can't spell shooter without show. Well, you can. It's not the same word. Anyways, I'll, I gotta, I got to I got to give it to marketing. I got to give all this stuff to marketing. I got to I got a brain dump. I got to have a brain dump session with the marketing team, okay? I'm just fucking you guys are the first in line to hear some of this stuff. All right, I'm telling you, these are it's like three hit shows. Three American Idol style hit shows. Are you kidding me? We're gonna fucking there's gonna America's got talent, so you think you can dance, mass singer. Faggots. Okay? Fuck them. This is gonna be the lineup. Vax or suicide. Um, does he live or does he die? Shoot or not? How's that? Shoot or not? Or should I shoot? I don't know. Some again. Marketing, this is not my department. Got to give it to the marketing team. They're going to fucking, you know, we'll come out with some cool spots, little spots. I'm going to have some sponsorship, you know, a little some ad reads on the air. It's going to be great. Okay. Um, It's essentially the same show over and over. It's the same show, but just switching out topics. Now, why can't it be one show where we continually switch out topics? And, you know, that is a very good question, you know, because that is a, a struggle I have myself should there be should the show be niche right just like like you know that's a thing i think about with the podcast like should i just focus on like one thing should i just be the guy that talks about bitcoin and just like only talk about bitcoin and i'll be like hey bitcoin guys here's some bitcoin news today the bitcoin went up and then the bitcoin people went wow it went up but it's gonna probably go down to the bitcoin and then so the bitcoin down there says yes it is down here in the lines i drew it's the bitcoin so bitcoin it is and it's we're so early and there's 21 million and it's bitcoin and there's like a supply shock and there's all so, you got uh, uh, ver- to trust, but verify, you got your keys, not your coin, Bitcoin, you know, and um, I could do that, or I could, like, just be like, yeah, I'll talk about stocks, you know, just, these are my favorite stocks, my tickers today, RXR, TR4, 93. wait, there's no numbers, and stuff. I already fucked that up, anyways, I can do that, I could just pick one thing, or pick, um, some people just watch shows like what if i just watched um mr belvedere and talked about every episode of mr belvedere i would watch mr belvedere the first episode and episode one would be about the first episode of mr belvedere and then i'd watch episode two and then episode two of the podcast would be about episode two of mr belvedere and i'll keep doing that because mr belvedere i think had a seven or eight year run or something <laughs> there's something like 200 episodes of Mr. Belvedere and I, that's 200 episodes that's two that's a 200 episode podcast right there you know so that's um uh, that's a niche style you know should I do that um or should I do more of a you know like a variety thing variety more than one topic just under the same lens right just that kind of like what I'm Usually, do this is just me ranting and raving like a lunatic. So, of course, it would be more structured, but, anyways, I got ideas. The reason I have three shows is because I can put them on different networks and pit them against each other and basically try to make three times the money. Can't do that with one show, you know? It's like I'm losing, it's like I'm only making one third of the money I could have made. Like, why would I do that to myself? Why would I do that to myself? Right? Um, we, we, I'm trying to make money off of misery so what i'm gonna be like frugal all of a sudden now i'm gonna be like oh no i have standards like come on um anyways come at me if you want to invest if you (laughs) want to want to get in on the ground floor of this do you understand we're in a bear market we're we are in a bear market guys we're in a bear market and that means the number one thing in bear markets during recessions during depressions the number one thing that people will buy is entertainment okay they want to escape they want escapism they want to get away escape get out go drugs uh movies fucking music just uh, art in general just entertainment people want to be entertained they don't want to and they don't want to they don't want to watch documentaries about poor people because they're fucking they're the poor people now Everybody's going to be all poor. I don't want to watch a fucking documentaries about poor people. You make everybody poor. See how much they care about trannies. Just see. See how much they care. They don't. They won't care at all. Okay? Trannies don't matter when you're trying to feed your granny. I was trying to make a rhyme. Tranny. <laughs> Fuck the trannies. Feed your granny. Okay? That's the kind of mentality that's going to come around in hard times. Austere hard times bear market times okay um the way some people are acting i don't know if they're gonna make it i don't know if they're gonna make it this is just the beginning we we haven't had the there's supposed to be like a global energy crisis coming and a global food crisis there's a couple crises coming and we haven't even had it everybody thinks that covid was a crisis everybody thinks they're like oh my god so uh. What we went through was so hard, it was so brutal, I and mean, I tell my grandkids about oh, that year we didn't do nothing, got free money, it was so hard. You know, it's, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Go and try to tell that to somebody who went through the Depression, right? Somebody who was making uh, tomato soup out of ketchup and water and tell them how hard it was to sit at home, be forced to stay at home for a year, and the government was giving you money. Tell them that. Tell them that and see what happens. They'll fucking—they would throw that soup in your face. Hopefully, it's hot. Hopefully, they've heated the tin can over like a little barrel fire, hobo barrel grill fire they made, and then he throws it on your face, scalding you. Okay, F- what the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here! Hard times. You think this is the hard? You think this is the hard time? To- <laughs> you think this is the? All right. No, there's a the whole thing of like you know uh whatever good times, good times um what is it? is <sighs> it like good times create weak men, weak men create hard times, hard times create strong man, strong man create good times, good times blah 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 right that whole thing we're obviously at the hard times the weak man creating hard times part, but we're not quite at the hard times yet we're at the weak men creating them part we're still there. We're still in the process of the weak men creating the hard times. The hard times are are here for a lot of people and they're coming. I mean, they're and and I think it's undeniable. Maybe that's what it is. I think more and more it's undeniable and it's coming. It's like a freight train that's coming, and a lot of people they have not prepared economically. They have not prepared physically. They have not prepared emotionally they have not prepared mentally you know what I mean they just haven't prepared at all they've just been living life like la-di-da-di-da now they going on and then all of a sudden they're gonna get hit sideswiped by a semi-truck called reality all of a sudden and that's gonna happen to even the ones who are seeing it coming it's probably gonna happen to me I mean it's probably gonna <laughs> I'm still in Los Angeles I don't know I don't know what I'm doing here but and one day a, a meteor called I don't know civil unrest or something is going to hit me out of the blue probably it's going to happen to all of us right it's going to happen even the, everybody even the yeah I mean I guess if you really believe that there's some uh, fucking Illuminati planning everything and they're planning I guess they might not be surprised by whatever it is that happens but it feels like by and large there's chaos there's randomness things that are unpredictable shit happens and shit changes that's what it feels like to me i'm no fucking expert uh you know i don't i don't all i know is what happens in rooms full of people you know and judging from that seems to me there's order and chaos okay you're sort of playing between the two and once in a while something happens out of the blue and then people take advantage right um so that's what i think but anyways most people are going to be blindsided by whatever's coming and Part of what might blindside us is that nothing comes. That's the other That's the other thing we, get, we have to have the possibility open for, right? Like, that's also a possibility, which could also be one of the worst things that happens to us. Imagine, you know, another 200 years of this. Imagine another, we just keep this, yeah, it just, we just, our whole life, like, nothing actually happens, and it just it's always feels tense, and it's just one fucking president after the other, or whatever the fuck, and just the same thing over and over. It doesn't end until whenever it finally comes to a close and the shit all comes crashing down, you know, it does. Somehow we could be hey, look, I wouldn't put it past America to be able to sustain this fucker for another like twenty years, right? Just fucking just just crank it, just hit the Nas or something, just and just fucking Yeah, we're gonna fuck you know, and then it's it just seems like we're prosperous I and mean, we die but it's just fucking more fiat bullshit and we kinda like you know, ride that out for another generation and then it just all comes crashing down bigly. You know, I wouldn't put it past us. I mean, we're, we are that awesome. We are. <laughs> that would be a pretty badass way to go, right? Fucking just another 20 years of like excess and just America. Bah, 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 and then we just fucking fall off the toilet like Elvis or something. You know, we fucking just go out on top. Go on on top, baby. Um, Yeah, that, I wouldn't put it, put it past us. Meanwhile, we're dealing with monkeypox, monkeypox, like, no, like anybody gives a fuck. Like if you, if you fucking care by, at this point about monkeypox, then you, my friend are basically, um, just a tool, just a fucking tool of the state. You just, they could tell you anything at this point, at this point, it's, it's only a matter of time before they tell you to turn in your neighbors and you will. It's only a matter of time before they tell you to hold struggle sessions in the streets, right? Let's round up unrevolutionary people and re-educate them. It's only a matter of time you can get these people to do that. You know? You can fucking. And of course, I'm not gonna just blame like it's the Democrats or it's the Republicans or you're not gonna blame anybody for it. like it's like like this isn't a th- this isn't a thing that's been brewing for generations. Okay? People in this country, people in society at large have been trained over time to be susceptible to advertising, uh, at least Americans. I mean, I think I'd, I'm venturing that a lot of the other world, if they have some education, they at least learn critical thinking and, like, logic and rhetoric and shit like that. I, I'm just assuming that. I don't know. But I know in America, we're a marketing country. or a country all about marketing, and the last thing you want is the entire country to be able to see through marketing, right? You want them to be susceptible (laughs) to marketing and advertising. You want them to join teams. You want them to like the blue side or the red side. You want them to hate the other side. You want them to buy your merch. You want that, you don't want, you want that. You want that, uh, the illusion of participation through fake conflict. You want all that, right? You need this. So now we're at a point where the average person has no ability to tell what's real and what's not, and to use their own deductive reasoning. There's no more reasoning. Logic is out the window. Logic is considered white supremacist, so uh, you know, it's racist. Logic is racist now, and racism is bad. And the most important thing when you don't have logic anymore is that you're not bad because that's that's it. You want to be good. And nobody knows what being good is. They just know that being good is not being bad. So as long as you aren't bad, you're good. It's just that What it means to be bad could change, and it could just depend on whoever's deciding what's good and bad, but we'll, whatever, right? We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. It's fucking commies. All right. Listen, I, you know, there's the clown world meme, right, that we're in clown world, and a lot of that is is a lot to do, you know, coming out of at least the Bitcoin, uh, whatever, culture, clown world is about fiat world, right? and how fiat because of the ability to just print money basically taken something that represented our hard earned time and value put into an instrument called money how that's been reduced to a joke because now you have central banks that can just print it infinitely so that it doesn't matter how hard you work they can just print it like what is it what what's the point of putting value of your time to that money if the banks can just print it and you should just take out debt to get more of that fake money right all that does is breed a culture that's disposable breed a culture where you have to borrow more money so why not just build shit that breaks so you can borrow more money to fucking fix it instead of building things that last for centuries all right so all of that you know get it i get it hard money standard led to some hard money values we're in a fucking uh, fiat Fucking free for all, and that's sort of what's happening—the degradation of society, the illumination of boundaries, rules. There's no hard and fast rules anymore. Nothing is fixed, right? Everything is immutable. Everything, nothing is immutable. Everything is just is changeable, mutable. That's why there's no more sexes. That's why you know you can just say you're—I'm a pony now, and now you're a pony. And that's why you know that's why queer theory has taken hold. You know, fiat in a way has created um, a lot of fake wealth. uh, fiat has created, you know, a lot of money, right, economic uh, activity, right, but on on the other hand, fiat seems to have also engendered the very thing that's going to destroy it. The fiat culture has led to the very people who are susceptible to uh, propaganda, communist propaganda or whatever, it's, it's not really communist anymore It's—it's it's, it's, whatever this 21st century version thing of authoritarian is it's a, it's a mixture of communism and fascism it seems like, it's a mixture of corporatism and statism it's like it's just this amalgam of the two where the very people who control these entities have figured out, it's not really about what side is in power, it's just about controlling everything, it's just about controlling the money You control the money, the fucking people over there will listen to you, the people over there listen to you. It doesn't fucking matter, right? And especially if you make the money bullshit and you just make it so that you can make more, then you have everybody by the balls. Right? You're running it all. Jews. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyways. So, makes sense. The fiat culture begat the very. People, the very NPCs, the very soyjacks, the very like all these fucking people we look at that wear three masks and where the people that they're, they're worried about monkeypox and they're hanging up tranny flags everywhere and they're, they're all these people who think symbols are more important than actually what than than what they actually do, right? And that it doesn't matter how much reality you put in their face. What matters is is this a good look? Is this what people? What will people think of me when I adopt this position? You know, it, it, that's what. That's what has begot. That What? who am I, a fucking uh, biblical scholar? Uh, that, that's, that's just what the fiat culture brought, right? It brought its own destruction. Just like fiat enables war, and the war enables fiat, and the war creates the people who want to kill everybody back home. The war creates a devaluing of life, just like we devalued fiat, And why not? Because by devaluing money, which is basically the stored energy and time of people, like the labor of time stored into a vehicle, right? If you devalue that, then you're also devaluing people, their time, their lives, their energy, everything they've worked for. It's worth nothing. Oh, yeah, you worked worked, uh, 10 years to build that thing? Well, I could just print what you made instantly okay so fuck you that's that you know so that's the degradation of life so i could see why people would start saying like well fucking nothing matters right nothing fucking matters i i obviously don't all the time i put in all the fucking energy i put in into saving money didn't fucking matter for anything so why the fuck should i care about anything else and then just multiply that by millions and millions and millions of people and There you go, and here, and that's why we're here now in Clown World. That's right. That's why we're here now at the bear market power bottom. Actually, we're not, or we're heading towards the power bottom. Heading toward the power bottom, man. See, yeah. So some are, some people think we're at the bottom of the bear market. Some people think this it can't get worse, can it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think this bear market. I think this bear market is just beginning. This is, we're, we, There's no bottom. This isn't the bottom. We gotta find the power bottom power bottom okay when the dick of reality comes crashing through the butthole okay of this fiat uh market monetary system the 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 rush of fiat into assets that was created okay yeah the the cock of reality has to puncture okay the balloon bubble ass of the market So you get the bond market, the fucking real estate market, the equity market, the crypto market, all of it. It's just fucking just a big old ass ripping, right? Just a fucking just reality's fucking cock ripping it in the ass. And then all the money is just spilling out or just spilling out and just fucking whatever Cardano's and Uh, 10-year bonds and whatever the fuck, all these instruments, all these derivatives, there's fucking options on options and futures on options and and then also ETFs on shorts that are also futures on the options of the shorts that's something you could buy in your IRA. You know, all of it. This is nonsense. We've created a nonsense world, nonsense reality. Everything is derivative. We have financial derivatives. Look at our culture. Everything's derivative. Everything is a fucking... uh, Every TV show is from a movie. It's like hey, let's make a show about a movie. What the fuck? Let's write a book about a movie that was a, a, a play that's read everything's fucking spin-off of a spin-off of a spin off. everything you know, it's like you take a copy of a copy of a copy. If you've ever grown weed, you keep cloning the plant over and over and over. And yeah, you get the same plant over and over, but after a few cycles, it's gonna degrade. It doesn't it's not the same anymore. And next thing you know, you have this weird shell of a thing that's just like, kill me kill me you know and that's sort of where we are now as culture um i feel like we're like a we're like joe biden that's us joe biden every time he talks is basically begging you to kill him kill him uh police secret service i this is all comedy i don't actually i'm not advocating for the murder of the um uh president i'm not shit they can probably take all of this now they basically i have enough there's enough footage of me or enough uh, audio of me to basically reconstruct me saying that I'm going to kill the president. And they could probably use that as evidence and put me away forever. And I'd join all those January 6 people who, by the way, Trump could have pardoned and are languishing in a cell for nothing. Uh, I could join them as a domestic terrorist. Now that I've said that, now now they'll take this audio and it'll just be like, Rojan Kim... Uh, this is a quote you know they'll just like play this it'll be like I am a domestic terrorist is that you and I'll like oh shit anyways that's also a delusion of grandeur right like well, I, I dream of being that important oh my god that'd be oh, that'd be so great okay anyways um thank you very much for listening to the Rojan Kim cast Um, it's been real please follow me on twitter at Rojan Kim um, if you want check out my website Rojan.com and uh, hey listen you know what Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Listen, like, whatever the fuck you gotta, do. you know, whatever they say. I can't. <laughs> Listen, like, subscribe. Uh, I'm a terrible marketer. Um, so hey, if you want to spread the word, thank you very much. And for those of you who are spreading the word, thank you very much. Try